It doesn't feel like it's me. It feels like it's a virus that came into my brain and it feels like my whole identity has changed. Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Sanagato. I'm Greg Dybeck. For anyone out there that wants to be a part of the show, if you feel like you have a, a story that you want to share, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Go to OPLshow.com or send us an email directly at OPLpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, and thank you to all the patrons who are supporting the show. If you want to join our Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash OPLshow where you will get all the bonus episodes. Uh, you'll have access to our Discord chat to talk with us, other guests, uh, and other listeners. So you can support the show and get all that bonus content at patreon.com slash OPLshow. So today we're going to be talking about I guess a disorder that Joe and I honestly had never heard of until today's guest emailed us. So we'll be speaking with someone who has homosexual OCD, so homosexual obsessive compulsive disorder, uh, which I believe can also be referred to as sexual orientation OCD. And it's an excessive fear of becoming or being homosexual despite identifying as straight. So I don't believe that it's officially recognized uh, as a form of OCD. However, there are a lot of people who have been sharing their kind of HOCD experiences and raising awareness for this particular anxiety in recent years. Uh, there have been cognitive behavioral therapists who kind of support that this idea and, and fear falls within the umbrella of OCD, but we've got a guest on the line to really explain uh, her whole experience with all of this. So thank you for being on today. Thank you for having me. Of course. So in your own words, what is homosexual OCD and how did you come to realize that you had it? So how I would describe it is, so basically HOCD is a type of pure OCD, which is um, constant obsessing over intrusive thoughts. So, you know, like we all have these thoughts, like you could be walking over a bridge or something, and then you have like a random intrusive thought, like, oh, what would happen if I jumped over? Um, but basically when, when your brain is like prone to OCD or when you have OCD, um, it's just these, these thoughts, they just stick to you. And for me, it's just constant obsessing over my sexuality. So, and yeah, the fear of being um, either bisexual or homosexual. Uh, so when did you sort of realize, you know, did you, did you have a specific moment that kind of brought this out of you where like from then on you weren't able to kind of shake this thought in your head? Like when did this start? So I should first mention that I've always been kind of, um, prone to like obsessing. So when I was like 10 or 11, I had this horrible paranoia of like being kidnapped and that lasted for a month or so and then it went away you know i was just like oh it's just normal fears and stuff like that but then when i was again when i was like 12 i started being very afraid of getting breast cancer and like these fears they weren't like normal i would feel like i'd have to do certain things or if i didn't like say a, a certain thing uh, something bad would happen to either me or my mom um, but yeah, also that lasted for like six months or something. So I knew from like the early age that I was very like, um, I knew that I was prone to obsessing. 
And then when I was 13, I remember just sitting on the bus one day, you know, riding home from school. And I got this thought, like, what if I was gay? And at first I was like, you know, what? this is so weird because I've always been like boy crazy. I've only had male crushes. I've never even looked at my female friends like that, never found them attractive. Uh, but then I was like, you know, oh, I'll just shrug it off. It will go away uh, by the end of the day. And it just kept popping up in my brain. And I was kind of freaked out. But I thought, you know, maybe in a week it will go away. But yeah, it just never went away. Um, it actually got even worse. And yeah, it just got a lot worse through the following weeks. So you even kind of speaking to you right now, this is kind of a compulsive, intrusive thought that you're having, something that you still kind of think about and fear every single day? Yeah, eight years later, still a big like compulsion for me. Is it something that you feel like you're dealing with on a day-to-day? Definitely, 24-7. It just never goes away, like never. Wow, so what about like sexual orientation or, or homosexuality? Like why, you know, I I understand breast cancer, for example, uh, or being kidnapped. Those seem like obviously very terrible, scary things. And then to kind of put homosexuality or being gay kind of in the mix of those kind of fears and compulsions like why why that do you think and what's you know what like what makes that so scary well because sexuality is obviously like such a big part of our identity you know like reproducing and stuff like that and i don't know i've always just liked boys a lot i had a lot of crushes growing up and stuff like that so i think it just that's the that's the thing that my OCD chose for me, the theme that it was it was going to bug me with. So I don't think there's like a certain issue with sexuality. I think it just happens for a lot of people with no reason. So it sounds like what what you're saying is not it has it's not necessarily a homophobic kind of thing it's more of, no definitely not no it, definitely. it's like the just being unsure of your identity or who you are as a person yeah and also um so you guys are actually the first people that i've ever told this like talking about it um because i think that every anyone who has hocd and is listening to this uh can agree that Talking about it could be like horrifying because obviously uh, when someone tells you, oh, you know, I'm just afraid of being gay, the first response will be, oh, it's okay, you know, maybe you're just not ready to come out. And that's the response that I'm so terrified of. And also my family is like very supportive. I'm pretty sure that if I came out to them, they like, they would be totally fine with it. It's just, it's, and I'm, I'm also not, I have nothing against LGBTQ people, like I love them. I'm just, it's just that I'm scared of being a part of it, if that makes any sense. It, I was just gonna say like, what what part of it makes it scary? Because it doesn't feel like it's me. It feels like it's a virus that came into my brain and it feels like my whole identity is changed. If my sexuality is not what it first was when I was younger. It feels like it's horrible. I feel like some days I feel like I lost myself. Um, yeah. 
I, I just, I can't explain it. Like, I feel like anyone with any type of OCD and like intrusive thoughts and obsessing would be able to understand what I'm talking about. It's just. Hmm. Yeah, and, and we're not like trying to back you in a corner here or anything. I think it's just, obviously, you know, it takes a lot to kind of talk about this. And I just, we're kind of assuming listeners kind of like us who have maybe never heard about this it's it, it would seem like it's maybe a general reaction for people to think like how how is this not internalized homophobia or you know is there kind of a problem like do you have a problem with gay people but you know you're obviously saying no and that's why we just kind of felt it was important to you know obviously cover that topic uh kind of early on but do, do you find like is that uh kind of a theme with HOCD like is there kind of a community out there who's like oh this this is just like internalized homophobia in some way this might not be a real you know psychological disorder or something like that have you come across that yeah definitely um especially on reddit um where there's a, a larger community of people that believe that they have HOCD and um I always, when I scroll through it, I see many posts of people being like, oh, you're, you're just, you just hate gay people and you're afraid to say it. Or maybe uh, I think what's worse is even just being like, oh, no, you're just in denial. Um, and mm. yeah, but anyone who is dealing with it can agree that, like, I have many gay friends and never in my life, I wasn't even raised to like have any homophobia. I, I just... I have nothing against them. It's just, it's a me issue. It's just part of my identity that I feel like it's being changed because of this disorder. So, yeah. Um, does it affect the way that you act around women? Oh, definitely. Um, so when, when I was 13 or 14, um, so when I first got these thoughts and I didn't even know what it was, so I had like one night, I had my first ever panic attack because I dreamt that I came out to my parents, which was horrible. And so I Googled um, what, I Googled the uh, gay intrusive thoughts and this came up and I was so relieved, I cried. And just for the next few days, I had this urge to like unfollow all of my female friends, which is horrible. And also my best friend, um, I had the urge to distance myself from her because I was so afraid that I'm going to act out on my thoughts, which is also one of the bigger issues with OCD, the constant fear of acting out. So doing something you're not, uh, you don't want to do. I was afraid I was going to, you know, grab her or kiss her or say something inappropriate. So for a good year or so, I distanced myself completely from all of my female friends unfollowed a bunch of them. Um, yeah, deleted some of my social media just so I don't have to, you know, scroll and see girls. Also, I was horrified of seeing like uh, female coming out videos on YouTube. I would constantly uh, uh, not report, but remove the video from my tam timeline. Huh. Yeah. So are are these are these thoughts so strong that are there days where you? beyond just being afraid of, oh, my sexual orientation is going to change, do you question yourself? Like, do you actually question yourself like, oh, am I gay or or do I want to participate in a gay act or something like that? Yeah. And what I also, 
um, when I was like 15, I, which is so sad thinking about it, I made like a deal with myself. If I turn out to be gay, I'm going to kill myself. So that was like one of my lowest points, I think. I was just like, okay, so these thoughts aren't going away. Like my social life is, you know, disappeared completely. Um, I, whenever I see a guy, I'm constantly questioning myself. Do I like him? Oh, I can't like him. I, I'm, I'm gay. I don't find him attractive. Oh, I must be gay. Um, so yeah, definitely question myself a lot. And it's always, it's always like a big question mark because in any type of OCD, there's, there's never a final answer. It's just a question mark. Does it does it help at all to have any sort of understanding about, you know, sort of sexuality in general? I think that, you know, at least for me, my basic understanding is that these things don't necessarily change. It's something you're born this way and then, you know, you eventually either come out or you learn to accept yourself and, you know, that's what it is. Um, but it seems like for you, you're worried about being like out of control like does it feel like you're not in control of your body because you were saying like you with your friend you were afraid that you were just going to grab her and kiss her yeah def yeah obviously so when but now these days i just learn to accept the uncertainty and so it's a lot better now for example uh, i want to mention like uh, for hocd people that have it reassurance is a big thing which we um we try to avoid uh so like when i was at my worst i would go on google and i would just google like am i gay quizzes and i would try to solve them for like seven hours straight like no joke i would just scroll and scroll and try to get the perfect score of getting oh you're straight and for um many people reassurance is what just brings you to square one and that's why we always have to avoid it uh, that's why for HOCD, they recommend doing exposure therapy, which is basically just going all in, exposing yourself to like gay people, uh, books about gay people, books about coming out, uh, books about even trans people and, you know, sexuality. And um, what I've come to learn through many years is that I have to accept, which is so hard even like saying it even now, that sexuality, uh, I'll never be for sure, 100% sure what I actually am. I have to think that it's like a spectrum. I might be gay, I might be straight, I might be bi, but it's mm. whatever it is, I have to just be okay with it. Interesting. So to kind of, I guess to Joe's point, it's like, I guess it just shows how strong and illogical the fear and the OCD is because you're not walking around homophobic. You're not walking around thinking, sexuality is a choice or someone can be turned gay you understand a fluidity of sexuality as kind of a spectrum or something that you're born with so that all sounds very logical it's just these intrusive thoughts that are constant and how i guess strong the you know ocd is that it's it doesn't even have to be logical to still scare you i guess yeah definitely wow so how i mean what about relationships going forward i i know joe mentioned like friendships with other girls but have you had relationships since you've had hocd or is that something that's kind of difficult 
Well, um, for a while, I was pretty sure that I was just going to, I was like, okay, if um, if I don't like, because when you have HOCD, there's this thing that happens. It, it's just like your libido lowers. So you can't, oftentimes, if you're a female, you just lose all interest for guys because of the, the huge anxiety in your brain. So for a while, I actually had a period where I didn't like anyone. And I was like, oh God, what if I'm asexual, which was um, even worse. But yeah, I did have a short term like relationship and um, it did mess with it a little bit, uh, but I really liked the guy. So um, it, it just, okay, let me gather my thoughts for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it did mess with it a little bit, like when it came to like sex life and stuff like that, because there was days when it was just, I felt like I wasn't attracted to him and I was constantly questioning myself, but it ended for different reasons, but it's, it, yeah, it's a, it's an obstacle definitely. And it took me like a few years of just trying to accept that I'm, they have to live with this to be able to pursue a relationship. So it definitely did get uh, in the way in a lot of ways. You had mentioned, uh, exposure therapy. Um, is there anything, any sort of therapy or treatment, I guess I will call it, uh, that you kind of do on a day-to-day or weekly? Well, um, I I just try to expose myself. There's no, like, one therapy that they recommend. Uh, exposure therapy, and I think they recommend CB- CBT also um, for, like, uh, anxiety relief and stuff like that. But exposure therapy is extremely difficult because, you know, you're so afraid of something and then you have to like sit and watch a 40 minute video of a woman saying that she came out in her 40s and this is one of my biggest triggers. And so you have to just sit there and listen to it and accept that, okay, this might be me. This also might not be me. And um, yeah, I try to expose myself on the daily, definitely. Um, what I did for a while was I made like a separate uh, Instagram account and I followed a bunch of like uh, LGBTQ positive people just so I could scroll through my timeline and see their posts and um, their coming out stories, which was very difficult for me. But I think it did help in the like in the long run. It did help. But it seems like you're learning to be more accepting of any possible outcome it sounds like kind of like you said before of kind of starting to understand you know sexuality as kind of a spectrum and understanding you know where you might fall like it's before you said something really intense and you know sad to hear uh, your younger self that if it ever became clear to you that you were gay that you would want to end your life has that thought shifted like if if there was a possibility that you come out one day like it are you would you have learned to accept that would that be something that you could live with yeah definitely i i'm still working on it but i think i'm obviously doing a lot better so when i think about like those suicidal thoughts it's just it feels like a whole different person right now i'm not sure what tomorrow brings obviously because I do have like really bad phases but um right now I'm pretty sure that I would be okay like with with if I uh if I turn out to be gay or bisexual I would just like accept it and you know move on with my life 
even though there's still just saying it out loud there's like anxiety in my chest right but do you do you also fear that you may be asking this question for the rest of your life and kind of always wondering and never kind of settling into okay this is who i am or i'm straight or i'm gay or i'm bi like would there almost be a relief in knowing in your own mind instead of constantly questioning it obviously yeah but um i kind of accepted that this this is just going to be my life because it's been such a long time and even through my like best phases which is right now there's the thoughts are always there like when i see a guy that i find attractive my first thought is going to be like oh he's attractive and then the second one will be oh but you know what if you like you guys get in a relationship and you realize you're gay so i i still do get these thoughts and i'll always be uncertain but i just learned that it's just a part of me and it's not my full personality it's just a part of this issue that i have oh absolutely and and you know it seems like you're you know taking a bunch of steps and you know it sounds like a very like an extremely thing like difficult thing to be dealing with on a day to day like psychologically to the point where you're saying it's affecting your relationships with some of your good friends and you know just like dating in general um so i mean yeah i mean it it's 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 an interesting uh sort of thing because it kind of like you said, I mean, it, it's a hard thing to deal with too, because I mean, I think either Greg or someone mentioned in the beginning that it's not like really recognized yet. Yeah, is that, that true? I think from some research, like to like in the actual sort of like DSM, you know, like mental disorders kind of book, um, you know, I don't think there's necessarily like an official kind of label for this, but I don't know, do you have any insight on that? Is that, you know, our more therapist kind of understanding and accepting this as more people talk about it do you think it will kind of get recognized officially yeah i don't think it's recognized at all um but uh so from like 2014 15 to up to now there's a lot more like articles about it and more ther more ocd therapists talking about it because it, this is not something strange. This is just a theme that OCD takes. So for example, there's, o, there's also POCD, which is pedophile OCD. Uh, so being afraid of being a pedophile. Um, there's ROCD, which is uh, relationship OCD, uh, being scared of um, being scared that you the relationship that you're in, which is mostly a romantic relationship, that you're hiding something or that your feelings aren't valid. Um, in it. So I think, yeah, it's definitely getting more recognition, which is great because back when I first find, found out about it, uh, I couldn't find like a lot of information about it. And that's what made me even more scared because I was just, I was thinking like, oh, what if this is just, you know, denial and people that haven't come out yet and stuff like that. But it's definitely getting more recognition now. Yeah. No, I, th I think it for sure is in, in a much more mainstream way. I mean, w one of the articles that we had referenced uh, when Joe and I were kind of talking, you know, before this episode and doing some research was in uh, Esquire and they had spoken to a bunch of people um, with HOCD. So, yeah, it, it seems like it's getting out there. It seems like communities are growing. And, you know, just thank you for talking about this. I know, you know, it's... I guess it's not easy because I think one, like we said, 
in the beginning, you know, the, there's a controversial nature to this for sure. And I think there's people who their minds might not be changed that there's some sort of homophobia attached to this. And then on the other side, it's, uh, you know, that fear that you've said you've always had of talking about this, where someone might just say, oh, but you're probably just gay and in denial. And it's, you know, I know that's uh, from how you've kind of explained how intrusive these thoughts are and how strong they are. I know that can't be easy uh, to kind of come out and talk about this and, you know, understand what people might say or, or think about it. So seriously, thank you, uh, because this is something that we had never heard of. And it's, you know, you really enlightened us on it. Thank you for having me. I'm just like really glad to be talking about it because there's not a lot of information about it uh, on YouTube, for example. And I know that I would really, I would have really appreciated uh, just hearing someone talk about it when I first got these thoughts. And yeah, it's just very scary and isolating and you feel like there's something wrong with you. And yeah, just a very difficult thing to deal with. And we, we appreciate you uh, also, you know, opening up to us because you had said that you don't really, you haven't really told anyone this. Um, so we hope that, you know, this was in a way sort of therapeutic for you. Um, and, uh, you know, is there anything that you want to like leave, you know, people with? Because like you said, there's not a lot of information about it. You wish there was a YouTube video where you could have watched where someone was talking about their experience. So now that there will be, is there anything that you kind of want to say to anyone that might be struggling with this as well? Well, I think the best thing would be just to educate yourself. Um, find like books about OCD and other types of OCD and just read and just try to find yourself in those words and don't, you know, don't try to like self-diagnose or anything. But also if you're able to just talk to someone which I know it's very difficult and easier said than done, but just do whatever makes you feel a bit, do what gives you relief and do what helps you sleep at night um, easier because it certainly um, is, it's difficult to sleep with this, you know, the overthinking and everything. Yeah, totally. So thank you so much again. Uh, and we, uh, we learned a lot and, you know, like we both said, we know it's it's not easy, and we know you mentioned this is the first time that you're really talking openly about it. So we appreciate uh, you you know choosing our platform for that. So thank you so much. Thank you. Let's be real with ourselves. We all shop online and we love the convenience of it, but nothing is worse than seeing that promo code section and not having a promo code for it. But thankfully there's Honey, the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds right to your cart. Literally all you do is shop like you normally would and at checkout, the Honey extension will find a promo code for you within seconds. It's kind of like magic and they support over 30,000 online stores. Personally, I have a big trip coming up this summer. Realized I needed new hiking boots because mine were shot. Thanks to Honey, I got 20% off my order, which saved me like 30 bucks. Went to the checkout, boom, Honey extension, promo code, 
inserted it. Without Honey, I would have paid full price, but now I got to save. And if you don't already have Honey, you're straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free to install and just takes a few seconds. By getting it, you'll be doing yourself a favor. You'll be supporting this podcast, which we really appreciate, and you'll be saving yourself money. Uh, I would never recommend something that I don't use, and I literally use Honey on every single checkout uh, for online shopping. So you can get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash OPL. That's joinhoney.com slash OPL. Literally free savings. Go get it. This is one of those episodes where I'm fairly speechless <laughs> in our final thoughts. It's, it's, you know, it's a weird thing because it's like, I get having overwhelming thoughts. Like I've dealt with like anxiety and like overthinking and like, you know, whatever. So I've been there where I have these thoughts where I'm like, this is ridiculous and this is illogical. And I know it is, but you can't stop it from happening. And that's why this like sucks so much too because not only is it a difficult thing just to deal with that kind of like thinking or whatever or overthinking, but then to have this like undertone of like homophobia too, where people are like, oh, you're afraid of being gay? Like what's wrong with being gay? And it's like, it's not about that. Like it's the fear of like not knowing, I guess, of like the unknown of like not being sure. And, but it's, I feel like it's very complicated and and you know it's it was I just was, I feel for her it's like it's just such a it's so complicated delicate, there's so many moving complicated parts complicated so, yeah yeah and and people it's people will have strong reactions I think to to this you know especially because it is a technically not officially recognized disorder but there is a fairly large community around this and um you know, like taking her word for it that this isn't sort of a, an internalized homophobia that she recognizes. Um, it's just like, yeah, I mean, uh, if the a diagnosable OCD aspect of this, I mean, like I, I feel for her, like how, how it controls her life, you know, just intrusive thoughts and, and overthinking, like you said. Um, but wow, I just, I don't even know. Like, I just, I did not know that this existed because it feels yeah. like something like friends would joke about almost, you know? Well, it's, yeah, that. And also it, it's so complicated that I think, I think when you're, when you hear about something for the first time, you try to compare it to other things that you know and try to like fit it into a bucket. And this is just not one of those things because it's, it's very like nuanced. Like it's, it's, I don't know because like like I said I've been there and I've had these like illogical thoughts and you're like I and you're sitting here and like that's why I was asking the question of like do you think you're just out of control because it's not like you're like out and you're like oh I hope I don't kiss even like just being straight like I hope I don't just like kiss a girl and it's like that's not really my I'm not out of control of my body you know what I mean like regardless mm -hmm. of my sexual orientation so like that's an illogical thought so she's sitting there and like she knows that and she knows that and she knows like i'm not a, i'm i don't have a problem with gay people so why do i have this like like the internal struggle must be so hard to deal with because it's like i don't have a problem with gay people and i know that i'm in control of my body so why do i feel the need to distance myself from my friends who are women and you know look away whenever there's like a coming out video or whatever like 
that's a hard thing to deal with. I mean, it, you know, like you said, you were taking her word for it and that like that is the true like reasoning and it's not, you know, actually based in homophobia, which I I don't think it is just because that would be a lot easier. Like it would be a lot easier just to be homophobic and be like, I don't fucking, I don't like this. I don't like any of that shit. I don't support it, whatever. Kind of push it to the side. Um, and I don't think anyone would really identify as HOCD if it was just homophobia. You know what I mean? It would be more rooted in uh, hate. Than you would it think would be. so, yeah. I, yeah, I, no. I, th- it just, this just feels more of like it's rooted in like I'm lost and I just need an answer kind yeah. of, you know? That's the tough thing with, I guess, kind of uh, an emerging disorder, if you want to call it that, that's not necessarily recognized or that there's not specific therapy for it and it's even from like some research research that i did before the call it just it seems like that's the that's the main question that's being proposed it's like there's this growing community this kind of emerging disorder of hocd that people are saying here's my experiences i seriously struggle with this i'm not homophobic i I understand you know how sexuality works like but i feel this and i have this fear no matter what like i uh, you know they're claiming they're not lying and then the question and the debate that happens around that is well then is this a serious like a real psychological disorder or is this some sort of intrinsic homophobia you know with layers around that and uh, you know i mean obviously we're not here to answer that and it's 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 tough it's de- and it's tough for her you know kind of going through this and that's kind of the debate swirling around this um it's yeah uh, it's interesting. It's just, it's so new, I, think, I guess, the conversation I think around just, it. I think there's just a lot about mental health that, like, we don't know yet. Like, there's a lot that we do know. We as in, not me and you, but, like, the human race. <laughs> um, but, like, there's also a lot that we don't know. And, you know, and, like, someone who has a fear of flying, like, people try to calm them down by telling them, like, it's actually safer to fly in a plane. Like, you know, you, you're more likely to get struck by lightning. You're more likely to get into a car accident, like way more likely to get into a car accident. You're okay with being in cars. So it's like you have an illogical fear of flying because, but it, but people can understand it because they're like, yeah, I get it. You're in the air right. and like you're high, like you're high. And like, if it crashes, we're all going to die. So I can understand that because I understand a fear of death. So it's like, you can understand these things. What you can't understand, though, is the fear of just being gay. Mm Because it's like your life doesn't, the needle doesn't move crazily in that regard Mm -hmm. if you're just accepting of of yourself. Um, So it's, that's why I'm saying like, because people can't really identify with the actual fear, they are just like, what, like, what is, that's why it's like immediately like, I just need this to be recognized with something that I can like understand you know what i mean and that's and that's why it's a difficult thing to deal with too or just even be recognized on you know like this um is because like people are it's hard to say i'm afraid to be gay Mm -hmm. without sounding like you're homophobic yeah because uh, yeah on on a mainstream stage like how we see it that any fear associated to homosexuality is typically fueled by hate fueled by religion it's like we kind of understand the force that's pushing that fear whereas with Mm -hmm. her it's like no 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 it's not that it's not hate it's not my religion it's it's just a fear it's just my identity changing this is just what my brain is telling me to be afraid of dude when you think about it like 
I remember seeing shows back in the day, which it was kind of fucked up now that I'm thinking about it. But like on Maury, they would have people who have like strange phobias. And then they would, I, I don't know if this, I, don't, I also don't know if it was like real, but there, I remember this one episode of this woman who was terrified of peaches. These people exist <laughs> in the world, not with peaches, but with inanimate objects or, you know, whatever. Mm. And then they immediately turned the screen behind her to a bunch of peaches and she like <laughs> lost it and like ran off set, like mad fucked up. Would never happen in this day and age. But it's like something like that. If we can recognize that like that exists, right? And we're like, dude, it's a peach. It's not going to hurt you. It's just a f- like a fruit and it tastes good. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and what is, so it's like, you can't understand like, what is there to be, you know, whatever. But if we have a better we're easier accepting that than we are something like this. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I think phobia, and that's what I'm saying. Like we don't really have a, a, a 100% understanding of the mind or mental health or anything. And maybe we will never have that. Um, but I definitely think these things are real. I definitely don't think, you know, to, I think it would be too easy and lazy to write it off as like, this is just internalized homophobia. Mm. I, th- I think that's an easy thing to identify as to like, there's a lot of gay dudes who are mean to gay people in high school and then they come out as gay. It's like, okay, yeah, we get like what happened <laughs> right, there. Right. So we can identify and like we know to like add this tag to certain situations like that. But with things like this, it just doesn't feel that easy. It feels more like, I don't know, complicated. Yeah, yeah. I'm, but uh, I also could be wrong, so I don't know. Well, totally. I mean, it's this is just us processing, literally learning about this for the very first time. And it, again, like when it's, you know, we, we don't have answers here where, you know, processing this and just as confused as you guys, a lot of you guys listening, I'm sure. But uh, nonetheless, you know, glad that we're able to kind of host that conversation. And, you know, we meant everything we said to her where it's for sure not easy to come out and, and say those words and talk about those things, especially in just the climate that we live in today, you know. And uh, so thank you to her for, you know, even just sharing that shedding light on her personal experience and uh really interested to see the conversation you know kind of uh around this episode for sure yeah and also i just want to say that uh for anyone out there that is sort of dealing with uh you know coming out or whatever i just hope that regardless of the situation if you want to come out if you don't if you want to you know it's all your decision but i hope that everyone just finds it in them to just accept themselves like for who they are, whatever that means. Like this girl seems to be very unsure of her sexuality, which is okay. Cause she's starting to like, you know, a, kind of address it. But regardless of the outcome, like just learn to accept yourself and, you know, live your life. Definitely, you know, if you're dealing with some sort of, you know, suicidal thoughts or any dark thoughts like that, definitely seek the help of a, you know, a professional. Um, and yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. But uh, for <laughs> anyone out there who wants to be a part of this show moving forward, um, definitely don't hesitate to reach out to us. Like I said in the beginning, uh, you can reach us on our website, OPLshow.com, or send us an email directly at OPLpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, follow us on Instagram at OPLpodcast. And if you want to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash OPLshow. Like we said in the beginning, you get all those bonus episodes and this season we're doing something that we're super excited for where each month 25% of the Patreon funds are going to a new charity or a charitable venture or experience or maybe something to help out a previous guest. Basically, 
if you join and become a patron, you kind of become part of the discussion of what do we want to do with this money that's set aside each month to help someone or help an organization. Uh, so really, really excited to be able to give back in that way, you know, through the show and through the help of you guys. So check that out. Patreon.com slash OPL show. And that is all. See you guys next time. Mm-hmm.